everyone for a one in five we're here today with evan van order who works for the nrcs and runs living root farms and is also a pastor here in bighorn county today welcome evan thanks for having me on and abel baker my co-host hello everyone <laughs> i'm smiling you can't see yeah, it uh, me too actually i'm not but i can say that <laughs> Because you can't tell. Nice. Yeah. Nice one. Way to get them. Yeah. See? Got <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so Evan's going to talk to us about soil health. He's going to talk to us about uh, what's the NRCS today. So we have a really great show in store. So stay tuned. But before we get involved with that, mm. we had a fun game for Evan, but... Evan flipped it on us. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So we were going to play Name That Vegetable and ask him to go through the alphabet and name some vegetables that start with each letter. And um, Evan said, why don't I do that to you? It'd be more fun, I think. Okay, okay. So I think we're going to go ahead and try that. But instead of going to A to Z, maybe we'll go like A to J because A to Z is kind of long and that might be yeah, like 15 minutes. And with Who knows? With Abel, it might be 20 minutes. I'm looking know? at the screen here just to say... Um, this vegetable actually looks like the background. So oh. thanks to the magic of our Hollywood magic. Oh, is it going green screen? Is it it's going, going green screen? Oh, they are really shiny, pretty. What about green. these ones? Yeah, no, those show up perfect. Sweet. We'll get into this later. We have some props here today. What about this? Is that you, showing? That's still oh, magic, man. That is awesome. 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 Hold it right up to Evan's chest there. You can you see right the hole. When, when we hold it up, I'll play Wholehearted by <laughs> Extreme. <laughs> yeah. I got a hole in the head. Yeah. There you go, the hole in the head. That's what <laughs> I was thinking. So, so Evan, why don't you go ahead? All right. Um, let's, go, let's go like A to J or something, A to K. What if I get my alphabet wrong? I should probably practice that first. Can we sing the song? Okay, go for no. it. Go. No, let's do it. <laughs> a, B, C, D. Yeah, you're the singer. <laughs> okay, good. So what are the Thanks rules to this game again? What are we? So he's just going to call out a letter, and then you or I have to name a vegetable or oh fruit. Dear. Or Sweet fruit. Or, is it a race? Or who, fruit. Who can name it first? Oh. Ooh. Kind of keep it moving, then. I don't know if I want to race no. What about a fruitstable? Fruitstable. On a race. Can I make a vegetable up and then somehow convince you through I'm cunning sure. rhetoric that it is an actual vegetable? I mean, we're talking about a guy Dang who it. for the NRCS. Good luck. Specialty varieties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're talking to a farmer. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know how I'll be at this game, but this sounds fun. All so right. you you go ahead. You ready? All right. Let's do it. Let's so do it. you're probably ready for this already. Let's go with the letter A. A. Okay. Avocado. That's a... Is that a fruit or a vegetable? It's a fruit. It's, it's a, it? Well, it has a seed in it. So okay. botanically, anything with a seed in it is a fruit. Asparagus. You got Asparagus. it. Okay, go. Cool. B. Banana. Another fruit. <laughs> yeah. Broccoli. Broccoli. Yeah, good. Mm. Both right. C. No, one of us is losing. Oh, okay. All right, all right. This well, isn't right. one of those shows. <laughs> Everybody wins. See, <laughs> <laughs> see. Cucumber. Ooh, good, good. You had a proper there. So I'll reverse it here. Cantaloupe. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll say the fruit. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you, you did. said the vegetable. Okay. There you go. Good. I okay. thought you were saying that you couldn't elope. I didn't. <laughs> Cantaloupe. <laughs> that either. I've been married for 18 wonderful okay. years. <laughs> That's good. That's good. 
What are we on? D? D, yes. Daikon. Oh, you you pulled that out. It's a radish. Daikon radish. We talked about this before because I was cheating and looking at a list. (laughs) And there was no D on the list. And he said, just say daikon. Just say daikon. It sounds like a disease. Yeah. It sounds like or a transforming that will infect robot you. Yeah. car. Do you have any D's, bro? Like no. maybe a fruit? Diced tomatoes. <laughs> That's the <laughs> only That's thing I've got. One. That's a good one. That's e. One thing you can do. E. Let's go with E. E. Oh, come on. That one's. Yeah, think purple. Yep. Big purple Big vegetable. Purple. Okay. Dinosaur. I don't like to play games <laughs> like this. Where we're the ones talking trying about, to give you hints? Yeah, are you talking is, about a banana plant? Is oh. That, oh, did I mess it up? What, what is it, Adam? A uh, chicken plant? <laughs> <laughs> no, but chickens have... Eggplant. There we go. Uh, yeah, there we go. There you go. You are... You're awesome. <laughs> okay, so what letter are we on? Yeah, I think that was E, so it's F now. Let's go. This one, I, I'm... I'm okay, let's see. Hmm. Foxtrot. Fox, that's a dance. F- yeah, foxglove is like penicillin. Is that a vegetable? It's a... <laughs> um, foxglove is a flower. Oh, I got one. Fennel. There you go. Fennel. Oh. Yep, yep. That's a, a bulb, a root? It's a bulb. It's, yeah, it's right okay. at the ground. All right, I'm putting the cheat sheet mm-hmm. away. Sorry. All right, all right. Oh, so, no problem. No problem. Just, just had to cheat for that one. Okay. Do you have any Fs? No. How about G? Uh, garlic. There yes, it is. Nailed it. Nailed it. This is, I'm not a vegetable man. Green, green cucumber. Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Okay. Okay, F, G. H. H. Going to H now? Hibiscus. No, that's a T. That's <laughs> a flower. <laughs> H. H. Herbs. Herbs. Yeah, you can't go wrong with okay. that. Okay, we'll, we'll leave it down. <laughs> All right, last Super generic. one. I, and we'll stop with I. Do you have one, Evan? Man, I'm trying to think right offhand. Hmm. Uh, Golly, uh, this is tough. Common man. names? Yeah. I... Iceberg lettuce. There. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a variety. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, hey, there's magic happening right now. I'm adding music or sounds. This one just says Indian vegetables. Oh, really? So uh, really? If that's like a category, actual. Hmm. It sounds I so generic. Do we anticipate I Indian marrow or white? Gold. So I hope that that brought tons of excitement and intensity to the lives of our viewers. <laughs> so here's the here's the funny thing. It probably didn't, and people are probably skipping over this section right now. But that's okay. This is a game my kids would love. Oh, yeah. Should we note that? It's somewhere for the future that competition and vegetables don't seem to go well together. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe they do. Did we do something? What do you think co- kind of competitions farmers have? Oh. Taste test competition. Probably not yeah. a three-legged race. <laughs> no. Right? I mean. Well, when I think of it, when we went to the visit the farm, vegetable. there definitely is some uh, good pride that goes into growing these things so yeah for sure you know for sure. so can i th- that leads me to the most important question of the day all right okay. let's say it. it's a farmer's market mm-hmm. you set up your table 
pull out your finest vegetables, <laughs> family grown. Mm -hmm. Then another farmer comes and he pulls out his finest <laughs> vegetables. You're setting this up for a competition, yeah. I is can tell. There, <laughs> is there ever this thing like his vegetables are better than oh, my vegetables? Gotta kind of check out what else is available. Yeah, I mean, does that ever happen? Those are good looking vegetables. I mean, like, what kind of talk do you guys have with each other at these markets? Because I'm usually playing the guitar and watching. Yeah, usually we're so busy, at, you know, and interacting with customers. I, I don't always make it around to the okay. other booths, but uh, it definitely is a, uh, it's neat to see the community come out okay. and, and other people that are producing things and, and uh, you know, different varieties or different types of vegetables. And, and when you see uh, your friends who grow, do you, do you have a tendency to be like, hey, there's huge asparagus, Frank, or mm -hmm. like, do you think about them by the vegetable that they specialize in? Because oh, yeah, you're like tomato Evan. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're pretty well known for the tomatoes, and, and uh, but we don't grow the sweet corn and, you know, all okay. the other stuff. Like that, Speedy. Like Speedy okay. sweet corn and cool. flow. See, I get it. That is. So, okay, that is. So, so have you ever just been at a farmer's market. Let's, let's not say Bighorn County. Let's mm -hmm. spread it out. You been, have you ever been at a farmer's market and you walked by a booth and you were like, man, that is a good-looking cucumber. <laughs> or seen a vegetable that you were like, ooh, yeah. how'd you do that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've actually, when we first started uh, thinking about going down this road, we, were, we visited the Red Lodge Farmer's Market. And, oh, uh, nice. Uh, a grower from the Cody area, uh, Shoshone Farms uh, over there, um, they had this awesome display, all these varieties and vegetables and beautiful looking produce. And so that just kind of inspired us. It's nice. like, wow. Cool. You know, that's, that's cool. That's I get that. Kind of gave us the picture of what a, what a successful, a good looking farm stand would look like and, sure. and the varieties that grow well in this region and stuff. So Okay. Yeah. So there's car guys in the world. See, that's what I was trying to get <laughs> And at. there's vegetable guys. Yeah. And yeah. On, honestly, that's probably the only other farmer's market I've been to. I haven't. Oh, really? Yeah, I have not visited many okay. at all. So Yeah, I know Billings has, well, we I don't just, know if they're going to have it this year, but I, they've had it typically in the past. And it's real popular. Yeah, we've been talking about going up there and expanding out to Billings and then, and then possibly down to Sheridan. Um, sure. That's been the plan uh, the last couple mm -hmm. of years to do, but this year kind of, you know, with everything changing with COVID, we, we kind of uh, just scaled back to what we were going to do here locally. Sure, so, sure. Mm -hmm. Well, so I think we're kind of getting a little ahead mm -hmm. of ourselves, but it's, it's good. This is good mm -hmm. conversation. Um, so let's just start with, so you, you actually own a farm. I was going to start with the NRCS and have you oh. explain that, but maybe let's sure. just talk about Living Root Farms for a second. Sure. Since you've talked about... You guys have a presence at the River Valley Farmers Market, which is in Bighorn County. It's in Hardin. Mm -hmm. uh, Thursdays, 5 to 7.30-ish yep. for about six to seven weeks. Yep. During the summer, you guys have a presence there. Um, how did you guys start this farm? What was the sort of the inspiration to get this going, other than this fella up in, in Red Lodge who, <laughs> right. who you saw the glorious vegetables? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, it started just a typical story of our own family vegetable garden and enjoying growing things and, and uh, producing our own food and being able to put that up and, and uh, enjoy it year long. And, um, and so we started, uh, um, well, I don't, I don't really know how we got into the farmer's market. I think we got a call about uh, River Valley Farmer's Market mm. starting up and looking for local uh, producers to bring in their, their produce. And we started pretty, pretty small scale, just what we had available extra. And it uh, kind of took off. It was just we just really saw the value and the community involvement and and um, 
connecting in the community and, and seeing the feedback and the support from the community. And so started scaling back up. So, or okay. scaling up, I should say. So I know you used to have a, it was a, just sort of a small outdoor patch yeah. farther back on the property where you guys started, right? Mm -hmm. And then you had like a melon patch too, yeah. right? Yeah. So you'd grow rows there and then mm -hmm. you had your, your melons and your, your pumpkins. And we had pumpkins, it was something we really enjoyed growing and, and then just uh, we did a little patch of sweet corn just for our own enjoyment and okay. our own putting up in the freezer. And, um, and, and so, yeah, we, we first started with a garden up by the house and, and the soils were a lot heavier and, and yeah. a little bit tougher to get good vegetable crops to, to grow in and a little bit of a, a drainage issue was the main thing. We didn't have very good drainage there. And so we abandoned that and, uh, found a better spot behind the corrals and okay. made that into that really, we could see the difference in the productivity of the garden in that site. And so just kind of expanded there and, and uh, things kind of took root. And but now you have two greenhouses, <laughs> green heises. That's right. How do you say it? Is like houses with plural? Heis. Green High houses. houses. Long house with a Z. Green rooms. I green can't rooms. Remember. There you go. No, you have two high tunnels. Yep, high tunnels. Yep. We're by joking about that because I, I, he, you taught us and <laughs> we're going to see these on there. Why right. they're called that. But yep. Yep, and so high tunnel is basically a season extension tool. It's a mm. it's a greenhouse looking. I, I when I'm giving directions to our place, I usually tell people look for the two greenhouses. Okay. Because <laughs> trying to tell them to look for the high tunnels, they're sure. like, "What's that?" What's you know, that? Kind of thing. It's so. a high tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> just, but no, that's that's so, actually what it looks like. Yeah, it's it's a it's a steel uh, tubular structure, and it's got a plastic greenhouse covering. You know the the film um, on it, and so. Uh, but the only di the difference is between the greenhouse and the high tunnel is that we're growing in the native soil okay. uh, that is there on that site. And it's just a, basically a season extension for that growing site. And then it mm -hmm. helps us to manage our, our water, our, our, uh, you know, uh, keeps them from wind damage and, and gives us some protection, gives us a longer growing season, about a month on either end of the growing season. That's good season. to know. Yeah. So, but it doesn't protect it from grasshoppers. No, yeah, grasshoppers mm. do get in yet because we, we have to ventilate, you know, with sure, it being sure. so hot. And, I mean, if we wanted to put bug netting all the way around it, we could. But So a month on either end, does that mean, t tell me now when can you start as opposed to before and when you can end as opposed to before? When would you normally start? Uh, we, we usually start putting cool season crops out like our spinach and uh, our lettuce greens and um, radishes we can put out uh, early March. Okay. Hmm. Um, it just kind of depends on the weather, and we take a risk sometimes putting it in earlier, and uh, you might get those, you know, series of nights that are below, you know, 10 degrees, and then you start sure. seeing some damage. But, uh, yeah, it gives us about a month, and so our tomatoes and everything we'll be able to put out. Um, we put out in, in uh, April instead of May. Okay. And, uh, and uh, so that it helps us to get our, our season-long crops in the ground quicker. and earlier in the season. so we And then later, them. what are some of the late crops that you're able to plant now? Well, we're, we're it really extends it for those season-long crops like the tomatoes and peppers and oh, okay. cucumbers. And so it gives us a, that protection from uh, nighttime temperatures that usually will kill your tomato plants when they're outside okay. in the garden, in the garden setting. So yeah, our, it protects us a little bit more at nighttime for frost protection. And, and so we can go it depends on the year. We've 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 been able to go until end of November, 
wow. early December with tomatoes, but nice. Um, like that shows how much I know about mm-hmm. late crops. Yeah, and, and, crops and, and, and really, like things. last year though, the first week of October, we had like six, eight degrees nighttime <laughs> temperatures, and it just it smoked all those crops. You know, so were you we, able to we replant? Are you was it? That was, was it, it for those types. I mean, we okay. could we replanted like you know you got your radishes, your cool season crops. Okay. That we start the season out with, we can also end the season. End the season in the fall. Nice, so. nice to know. What are some of the more um, stubborn or difficult crops that you've found? <laughs> the ones that where you're like, oh, this is really a challenge. Well, we've we've been trying to uh, uh, carrot crops can be real finicky, okay. uh, um, just to get them to germinate, and then also to time the the weeding um, because okay. you have to direct seed carrots. And um, if you get a flush what of that weeds, mean real quick, uh, you're, you're actually putting seed in the soil. Oh, yeah, you're not you're not starting in a tray, and then gotcha. transplanting them. Okay, you know. Um, so you have to direct seed it. So yeah, you have to direct seed it, and so that means you're in the bare uh, soil, and and um, you also have a influx of weeds, usually weed seedlings, at the, about the same time, and so. Gotcha. We use a flame weeder. Basically, you, you you can seed, and then about day five, you want to flame weed any of the weed seedlings, and then that's napalm. That's okay, napalm. Yeah, yeah, it's like a weed burner kind of thing. <laughs> so, and then the carrot seeds will usually germinate like day eight to to ten. Okay. And so, if you take care of those weed seedlings, if you get the timing done right, then you've you got ahead of the game kind of a thing. So, okay. So, but we've had it right sometimes, and we've had it wrong some other times. So it's. And you you plant more than just orange carrots. I mean, I see, we were yeah. out there on Thursday, and you came walking in with a yeah, they're purple and purple and orange and what else? Yeah. I mean, any other? Those are just the two this year. Okay. Um, they kind of have a reddish tinge to them too, the purple ones. But that's a cosmic purples and scarlet nantes. So. I was those, struck by variety. Those are what the carrots were called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you brought those out, I'm like, oh, cool carrots. But now. <laughs> now I know what he was doing. See, anybody that watches this is going to be like, oh, he's got the carrots down. No? <laughs> it's like a belt uh, buckle. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's been a challenge this year also. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. His carrot abilities are advancing. <laughs> We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to. What about onions? What about like potatoes? Do you do anything you like know, that? You know, we, we used to do that um, just for our own use, but. Uh, for to do it large enough scale for farmers market and for these other outlets that we have, uh, it, it just hasn't worked out. For, okay. We haven't focused on that. So. Um, so you brought some stuff. Do yep. you want to tell us what this is? We've got some cucumbers. This is a, um, a Japanese cucumber variety, uh, the long skinny ones. Um, those are real popular. We have a lot of people that look forward to those every year. And then we've got some cherry tomatoes here, some different varieties that we grow. Which before before we started recording, I popped yeah. one in my mouth. Tell us yeah. about these cool shaped ones here. Oh, these are called atomic grapes, and this one was real popular uh, at the farmers market just because of they they have kind of a, a cool uh, color striation to it, different colors, and they're just starting to come into their full prime. They look um, like little watermelons. Yeah, they got right the stripes: now. orange, green, black. It's, they're uh, pretty psychedelic. Psychedelic colors. That's, mm. that's kind of how I describe it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you were born in the 60s, you will definitely <laughs> like these ones, mostly but, for the way they look, not for the way they taste. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask is yeah. like um, the way they look sometimes, it sounded like you were saying, some, you know, sometimes it's just people love the way they look. It, the it, the right. taste doesn't necessarily change much. These do have a good taste. We've had a okay. lot of good feedback at the farmer's market. Um, people just Great. look forward to these. These are those. good. These are the just, red. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, these are a new variety for us this year. And the orange ones too. Yeah. When we were out there last week, I went and picked a couple of both mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. And man, they're just great. When I do have to eat a vegetable, I choose tomatoes. I enjoy tomatoes. Yeah, it, we look forward to this all winter long, spring, uh, waiting for that first tomato to ripen awesome. and, oh. and uh, see who gets to it. And what's the difference between the orange? Are they the uh, same or just, just different, different varieties? Colors? Yeah, this okay. is a uh, sun gold. Uh, and this one is is my favorite. It's the best tasting. I think it's just okay. packed with flavor, and it it, it did win the. Uh, um, tomato tasting competition at the farmer's market last year so that was see competitive there it is there's your competition (laughs) yes that is the belt buckle that i'm looking for yeah this is the belt buckle so yeah so we 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 really like this variety it's a great producer and it grows well in the high tunnels Uh, the the tomatoes just really take off and so then we've got um Sun Peach is a, the red variety, and then we've got also uh, Sweet 100s in here. Those are the really red ones? The real red okay. ones, yeah. Okay. So typical cherry. What's that called again? Red 100? Sweet 100. Sweet 100. Yeah. Nice. So, and why is it Sweet 100? Does it have 100 vitamins and nutrients? No, the, the bract of tomatoes, you know how it forms the flowers all in the, the long bract, and supposedly, you know, there's like 100 of them on there, but probably. Okay. No. I just want to say... That question represents the kind of quality you can expect from <laughs> Adam and Abel's one in five inquiries. That was awesome. So listen, though, that the, the reason awesome. why I say that is because when we were out there and we were talking, you were telling us, and I don't remember, so maybe re-explain it to us. You were talking about vitamin content and nutrient content mm-hmm. in your vegetables and how you, the way you grow, the way you mm treat your soil, mm-hmm. um, the way you treat the whole process is really meant to maximize that. Can you explain? Yeah, yeah awesome question. That? So, so it's nutrient density, uh, you know, they, and that's uh, a, a known fact for local produced vegetables where it's not being harvested weeks before it's brought to the market or shipped across the country. Uh, if you can pick a, a vegetable ripe and then eat it, consume it, and that's going to have the highest uh, nutrient density, but also looking at the soil health aspect, when you have healthy soil with the, the nutrient cycle um, functioning the way it's designed to do with the microbes and the, the soil ecosystem that it's, it's being um, uh, considered into the whole system, um, it, your plants will be healthier and, and produce more nutrient-dense foods. Okay. And so one way they measure that is the BRICS scale, a BRICS meter. Um, it's a um, uh, it's a tool that, that they use like in uh, the wineries uh, to tell the sugar content mm. in grapes and, and mm. um, it also works for uh, determining um, nutrient density in, in vegetables. Okay. Um, and so the and higher... That's where you take a brick and you just smash it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's spelled B-R-I-X. Uh, bricks. Oh, and bricks. So, yeah, they bricks use this, do they use bricks for sugar beets as well when they're looking I think at they, sugar content? I, I believe so, yeah. It, it's a way that you can evaluate that sugar content. Um, and um, they probably got something more scientific, okay. fancier. I'm not sure. But this is just a, like a little scope. You, you put a, a drop of the juice from, from the pulp of, of the plant. Okay on there and uh, and then you it, it has a scale in there basically it'll show you the the, the amount of uh, sugar content in very there, cool so. man very that cool. sounds like fun doesn't it adam yeah. it sounds fun to like <laughs> to do one of these like to 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 invest your learning and and, sure. and and to 
to say, hey, man, next year I want to try this. I want to see what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that sounds like a lot of fun to me. Yeah. Well, and that's something we know about you, too, that you're you're uh, adventurous yeah. when it comes to wanting to try new mm-hmm. things. I, I like challenges. Yeah, absolutely. I like to see systems. It really is about systems and, and getting them to function. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and uh, to see what the you can what you can maximize the results of, you know, okay. by that. So. so this kind of leads into the NRCS thing that I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about at the beginning. Can you just explain your work with the NRA, NRCS? Mm-hmm. First of all, what does it stand for? Right. right. And then um, what kind of work do you do and how that sort of played into Living Root, but how it plays into the community as sure. a whole? Well, th- my job with the NRCS brought brought us to Harden. We moved here in 2002. Uh, From? Uh, Michigan. Illinois? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, we're just a little north of there. So you're Michiganders. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. yeah okay. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, a Hardenite. Hardinian. Hardinian. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. No, that's I made that up. <laughs> oh. I think Hardenite is better. Okay. But we're going to have to land on exactly what hardened people are called at some point. Okay. Hardenite seems to fit better. Who's the authority on that? I mean, who Well, I was at a basketball game and we were called stuff that wasn't yeah. <laughs> one yeah. of those. Yeah. We could be the authorities and we could set up our own. Oh, little, I like that. Yes. Yeah. Whoever gets the first website to say so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, you're no, from Michigan, no. man. And you moved here how many years ago? Yeah, 2002. So that's uh, 18 years ago. No. That was the year I got married. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Mm. <laughs> so all things happened in 2002. Um, good things. <laughs> good things. All good things. Yeah. Angels won the World Series, too, just uh, so that all of you know. Is your hat from there yet? Yeah. From 2002? Which we haven't talked I about I thought you yet said today. good things. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Moved here in 2002. Uh, accepted a job. Applied, applied for the USDA NRCS, which is the Natural Resource Conservation Service, if I haven't said okay. that yet. Okay. Um, and uh, applied all over, and, and uh, I got the job here in Hardin as a technician, soil conservation technician. Um, and then uh, moved into a soil conservationist uh, position, which is uh, a planner series. And then um, now I'm I'm uh, the tribal conservationist for the Crow Tribe for okay. the NRCS. So awesome. So yeah, I've been here for 18 years working for the USDA NRCS and and working with uh, what we do is we work with the local uh, landowners, uh, producers, farmers, ranchers um, on conservation projects such as irrigation improvements, such as mm. rangeland management, uh, grazing systems. Um, um, cross fencing, stock water systems, anything mm. to address the natural resource concerns that might okay. be out there, erosion, uh, plant utilization, grazing management, irrigation water management, nutrient okay. management. So all those things uh, tied together. So. so it sounds like a real benefit to um, the local community, the farmers, the ranchers, those who... It's, yeah, it's been well received, you know, because okay. it's, it's a voluntary deal. People, uh, producers will come in looking for uh, help with a, a irrigation improvement or okay. a grazing system or stock water is a real common one. Sure. And uh, we can provide assistance with technical help with uh, going out and designing um, a, a stock water system or an irrigation system, um, or we can also help with some financial programs through the farm bill sure so and help offset some of the costs of that so well it totally sounds beneficial i mean if let's let's put it in terms of like i'm a runner right i like Mm -hmm. to run and there are times where i have certain things that are going on with my body or certain things that i probably need to know about what to do after a run it's always nice to have those resources available Mm -hmm. to help me 
sort of maximize what I'm trying to do as a runner, right? right? right. And it sounds like you're those resources that are available um, to help these local farmers who yep. might want to tap into your services. Yep, yep, and it's it's uh, been real well received. It's a great way for me just to personally uh, be in contact with the community, sure. you know, uh, yes. all across the county, and and um, and uh, I really enjoyed the relationships being built over the years, and Good. and uh, yeah, it's fun to work. Uh, we've got a great great community, so yeah, we do. Now, before you go, there's there's one other thing that I know about you. And this is actually how I met you, but um, a, a third sort of part, uh, a third sort of piece, how you're involved in Bighorn County and in Hardin in particular, and, and that's you're a, you're a pastor. You, mm -hmm. you serve the spiritual needs of the community as well. Um, how did you get involved with that? And do you want to describe sort of um, how that's going and how that started? Sure. I mean, uh, we got plugged in uh, with a church in Billings uh, when we moved out here, Calvary Chapel Billings, and uh, it just became our, our our church home and family, and uh, that's how I met you and your family. And uh, <laughs> You were at my wedding. I was at your wedding in 2002. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's crazy how this all works. Um, and then we just had a heart for our community here in Hardin, and... and, um, and over the years, we started a Bible study, home group kind of thing, and, and uh, that turned into becoming a church plant. And wow. Planted Bighorn Calvary Fellowship in 2012. Wow. And, uh, and it's just been a, it's been a God story the whole way. You know, awesome. God just provided and opened up doors, and, and uh, we've just been overwhelmed with the support of this community. And, and uh, been, it's been a blessing. Cool, be a part of it so yeah so juggling a few different things wearing a few different <laughs> just hats just a few and, <laughs> but, but that we're... feeds into what 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 we're about is highlighting healthy mm -hmm. um you know whole health um in our community people who are engaging in as as leaders and influencers in healthy ways in our town and adam and i were sitting yeah. down one day and we're like there's so many people in our community are working hard to make a difference and <clears throat> so make it a better place yeah so. this the spiritual well-being and health of our community is important and it's neat to see the hats you're wearing because yeah. i can i can tell how they're probably all knit together <laughs> yeah. well and yeah. you can relate too yeah, yeah. it's really great wearing it's many really hats yeah. In the yeah you yeah. do too so it's uh so yeah it's not many like little hats like okay do you want to show them your phone? You have two phones. <laughs> one's a big phone and one's a little phone. So I have this iPhone 11 that's like this big, but then I have like this little SE and I'm like, hello. And I, I always give him grief for his little phone. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, enough. that's for another day. <laughs> it's like, yeah, anyway. Okay. I'm, done. I'm done. But I appreciate you sharing that. Um, it's, a, it's so cool. We were excited to get to interview view you how is that related to living root farm is it what, what where did you get the name you know, from? that's a good point uh well through my nrcs job and with the soil health aspect i'm on a also a soil health committee for the state uh, mm. with education and and the outreach kind of thing and, and so soil health has five basic principles and that is uh keep it covered minimize the disturbance so when we're talking about a farming operation mm -hmm. uh, you know you minimize disturbance keeping that soil structure there and building that soil uh, structure so it has better permeability, better okay. um, uh, water holding capacity, and all those things. Um, and uh, and so I, I get all mixed up here now. But uh, keeping it covered, minimizing disturbance, diversity is a big element. Okay. The more diversity you have uh, in your cropping rotation, the healthier the soils can be. 
um, and then um, uh, keeping a living root in the soil. And so, mm. because living roots, plants, are the only thing that can fix uh, uh, carbohydrates and put them in the soil. They can take solar okay. energy. And, and, uh, wow. and as we know, carbon is life. And so the sure. more carbon you can put into your soil, carbohydrates, plant sugars uh, that get um, or root exudates, basically the plants will overproduce the sugars and that they need in order to support the community of the microbes in the soil. Really? And it's quite a story. It's quite a, it's an awesome picture, really, yeah. of community. Yeah. Um, and so that, that really inspired me. And, and um, seeing that also in the, in the ministry realm, um, where diversity, resilience, um, and these things really build upon each other when we are generous and when we are reaching out, when we're helping others. Um, you see that in the soil health aspect, and it applies to a community. It applies spiritually. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, um, yeah, it's just kind of neat to see all those pictures connect. So That's a great picture. Yeah, man. yeah. So it, wow. and, it, and like we began with, talking about nutrient density, when all those systems are working, you have a healthy plant, you have a healthy fruit. You have a healthy body. Yeah, and I haven't thought body. about the plant then giving back to its community mm -hmm. underneath the, 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 in the soil world. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're extremely generous. I mean, the plants that wow. are producing fruit that we eat, especially, will overproduce those carbohydrates because the microbes in the soil are bringing nutrients to the plant that wow. the plant needs. Okay. And so there is this, this symbiosis. There's this giving of you know generosity that is just such a picture. And so incorporating those soil health practices really starts to build the system and, and a snowball effect where you, you start seeing soil get healthier and, and better functional. Okay elements to it where it can uh, better grow our food and so wow and, and so the, the contrast being we've talked about this before the contrast being what's not generous in the soil weeds weeds yeah mm, right. they don't give back weeds steal yeah weeds want to take yeah they're opportunistic mm. they jump in there they'll take the nutrients they'll take the moisture and um and one way to tell that is if you pull a weed root a weed up by its roots the roots will be bare Right. And, and uh, they won't have sh uh, the soil stuck to it. If you pull a, a plant that is actually producing that extra sugar, mm. um, it, it'll have all the soil aggregates stuck to the roots around wow. it. Wow. And it's because of that extra sugar it's producing, the microbes are focusing on those plants because they're, get, they're benefiting. Plants are benefiting from That's the microbes. Trip. And you see the evidence of that. You pull a, a kosher weed out and the, the roots will be clean. And, uh, wow. and that, sh that shows there's no there's no um, microbial activity that's really interacting with that plant. So it's a total trip. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, many uh, sermons have just happened. Yeah, that's right. right. And he's you used know, to that story. Yeah, I bet you have. I know too. <laughs> I've, I've got the five soil health principles, and then I've I've used those as a, the five uh, oh, you know church health principles too, because okay. all of them have a symbol of how we can incorporate that into our churches, into our, our community. Okay. That's awesome, see, man. See life. Dude, thanks so much yeah. for coming yeah. in and sharing this with us. Um, I wish we could have had a better game at the beginning <laughs> to play <laughs> no, with you, good. but that literally came about yeah. three minutes before we started recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Evan, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, how would they go about doing that? Um, can you tell them how they would get a hold of you for wearing the hat of the NRCS, but mm -hmm. also um, for Living Root and as a pastor. Sure, yeah. Uh, so for NRCS, our offices are closed right now to the public uh, because okay. of the COVID, uh, but they can call 
Um, uh, our NRCS website has our contact information. I guess it's probably the easiest way um, uh, to find us. And, and then we can schedule field visits and okay. producer visits if, if out, out of the office. And so we're fully open, functional, just can't have uh, in the office building right sure. now. So um, for Living Root, uh, Facebook, uh, Living Root Farm on Facebook is a good way to find us and contact us. We have a lot of people that utilize that. Just send us a message or... And then uh, also has a uh, location on there if they want to come out and see us. So, um, and then uh, for Bighorn Calvary Fellowship, we have Facebook. It's <laughs> uh, a good way to keep keep connected on social media that way. So you can look at stuff. Um, or if you have my cell number, call me. Cool. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Abel, do you want to send us out, buddy? I do. Uh, hey, everybody. This is the one in five. And if you want to contact us, you can. Send us an email at the one in five podcast at iCloud.com. That's the number one in number five at iCloud.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and, you know, do us a favor. Why don't you, you know, rate our games on a scale of one to five? How good, good. do you think Adam's game was today? Yeah. Um, Just remember three minutes, literally, before the show. It was. And, you know. If you also want to comment on the 2002 Angels team, I would appreciate hearing about that, too. <laughs> I'm but sure we're going to get a lot of Giants. <laughs> right now. Hey, uh, we love what we do. Yep. Um, Adam and I love to joke around, and we love it when uh, Evan can joke with us, too, or any guest. So if you have any ideas for us, go ahead and get in touch with us there. I hope you have a rural, healthy day and um, eat more vegetables. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, guys.